Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Great Scott Podcast. Today, I'm joined by actor and mostly all-around entertainer, Mr. Tazzy Starfire. How you doing, Tazzy? I'm doing good. Um, pronounced Tazzy, by the way, Mike. Tazzy. <laughs> Tazi. Sounds with an O. Oh, okay. So, uh, so your name, I do want to, uh, I was looking at it, and your name is Hazi Jericho Radar Starfire. Yeah, Hazi Jericho. Everyone gets it wrong. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Hazi <laughs> Jericho. Hazi <laughs> Jericho Radar Starfire. It's Raider, not Radar. A lot of people say that. It's Raider. hard to spell, though, so I yeah. Are you named after, now is that part of your name, named after the MASH character by chance? No, no, no. Um, honestly, well, I grew up in foster care, so my um, name before I was adopted was Tazi Jericho was my first name, and then Starfire was my last, and then I was adopted, and then I changed it to Tazi because everyone called me that anyway, and so it was Tazi Jericho Raider Starfire because Raider's my adopted parent's last name. Okay. That's what it's been, yeah. So basically, if I was to see your name, I would definitely see it for the uniqueness of just your name. <laughs> if there was ever a name yeah, for a lot a, of people, Yeah. A lot of people say I'm, I, was, I was meant to be in the entertainment industry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, first thing I want to ask you about as far as entertainment goes, tell us about uh, Honestly Ever After. Well, Honestly Ever After was a, um, a series that I did with a company called Logic Film Company, and they're local in Bakersfield. And um, so basically all we did was we shot this mini series because we were just getting off the ground. We wanted to kind of fill each other out and um, make sure that um, we were right for it and everything. And so we, we got it up there on YouTube, and it's on there right now. And you can check it out on Logic Film Company. Um they have a channel up there and everything. Um, I just did the audio for that because I had went to um, Africa after that or during the shoot dates. So um, I kind of dished them um, while I was there. It says on uh, that you did just basically two episodes, but it looks like there's only been five episodes for now. Yeah. Um, so the series was only – it was a short series. They only wanted to do five, kind of just to get the feel out of it and kind of get a system going as far as the – um, technical aspects and kind of um, just make sure that they were they were really wanting to do it, um, you know. Any uh, any chance of it continuing on after after this? Are they in the talks of uh, making more episodes? Well, episodes just for honestly ever after are done with for now, as far as my knowledge goes. Um, but I know they're working on um, other shorts and stuff like that to put into. Um, festivals this year and then they're wanting to go and make a feature feature next year and um yeah so as far as honestly ever after goes i think we're done with that for now um and then till later on i guess uh i'm also on on your uh website here your i think business website it is uh i like your motto here and i just want to read this real quick i'm an actor model and because i feel like that this is perfect for being uh, a entertainer having this hustle. I'm an actor, model, all-around entertainer, businessman, self-motivated, self-taught human being, and I live life like like I will die any second. Yep, that's it. Um, yeah, I just feel like most people like 
they're just too worried to take chances and risks and everything. And it's like, why not? You know, we, the saying YOLO is like as cheesy as it is, but it's like so true. You really only live once, you know, and I'm young right now. I don't have any responsibilities, so to speak, besides this, you know, this is all I do. And this is all I ever want to do. Never wanted to do for that matter, you know? So, uh, so you talked about uh, Africa. How you went to Africa? What, what, what was it that led you to there? Well, um, I was actually on, honestly, a raptor shoot, and we were doing an eight to eight um, on a Sunday. So I missed church that day, and I got home, and I was staying with my uncle at the time because, um, you know, being an entertainer doesn't really pay out until later on in life. But it's the hustle that you put into it that makes it pay out, you know. And um, I had came home, and my uncle had said, do you want to go to Africa? And God, you know, showed me the the, the verse where it says, um, who will go? And it says, send me, God. And so I said, yeah, of course, I'd love to go, you know. And he said, okay, I'll pay for everything, and you'll be free ride and everything. And I was like, really? Like, that's crazy, you know. And he, he said that, like, God really showed him, you know, a... Uh, uh, a vision that um, what I was going to do in Africa was going to be so blessed if, you know, all the steps were taken accordingly to God's plan. And so that's what happened is I had went to Africa and it was the most fruitful trip, Mission 111, um, which is the organization I went with and I still work with them. I'm part of the leadership team on communications and, and stuff like that. So we make the videos and everything um, and the branding stuff and all that and we went, and it was the most fruitful trip they've ever seen. Uh, how many people did you go with? We went with 11 people. Um, one person did get sick um, and had to go home early, which kind of sucked because uh, we missed it. But yeah, we went with – oh, wait, no, it was 12 students, three um, three leaders, and one of them stayed back. And so, yeah, we would have had a total of 12 people. So do you do any uh, entertaining at, uh, at your church as well? Um, as far as right now, no. Um, most of the stuff is independent. Um, I did do a lot of auditions and modeling gigs and all of that before. But um, since the entertainment industry's agenda has shifted, I've decided to go on my own. Basically, I started my own production company, so we're working on a few it's to kind of fill each other out again and um, working and collaborating with local film companies here, you know, in Bakersfield. So, yeah. So let me ask you this. So you are a entertainer as well as going to church. Do people ever uh, ask you the question why? Like, uh, do you ever get, <laughs> do you ever get like, like sometimes I get like this business can ruin someone. Um, I don't know if anybody's ever, ever told you that, but uh, I want to hear, hear if that, that's ever happened to you before yeah no um that happens all the time you know the entertainment industry there's certain things that are you know actually fake but people take them as realistic and so they say why would you be in a film that way or you know and why would you you know act a certain way and it's like that's my job you know just like you get up and you work a nine-to-five job and make minimum wage i get up and i work you know and all day job and I put in way more work, more money and I do whatever I can to succeed, you know, and I still bring my faith into my work just like you can bring your faith into a nine to five job, you know. It's a daily lifestyle. It's not just 
it has nothing to do with the work. And I've heard that, you know, time and time again. I've had to explain that time and time again that it's, it has nothing to do with the work. It's it's all about, you know, what you do with the work that matters. I like that. I really do like that. Uh, it is possible to still be a man of faith and still do something that you love doing. It happens all yeah. the time. Happens all the time. So, <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, not not just uh, in in entertainment, but um, all around uh, businesses. But anyways, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, are there any uh, Christian uh, entertainers that you uh, like uh, model up to or, or look up to rather? Um, as of right now, I I don't have anyone I look up to because I think looking up to people can either really help you for a temporary time or really, you know, destroy you. Um, I've worked with, you know, people who are in the entertainment industry and claim to be Christian, and they told, their theology is totally not biblical, um, <laughs> you know, because there's one Bible. <laughs> and, you know, it's like it's not hard to get wrong because it's very simple. We just complicate everything. And so I've worked with people like that, and I've tried to look up to people, but at the end of the day I get to the conclusion where, you know, it's, this is my thing, you know what I mean? Like, this is the gift that God's given me, and I'm going to use it and be smart with it, and um, I don't need to look up to anyone besides Jesus, you know what I mean? And so, as cliche as that sounds, again, it's, you know, 100% true. And so, so yeah, there's been people where I've tried to look up to people, but then they just failed me. <laughs> you know, so it's hard to continue to do that. So let's talk about uh, Content Blubber. You have that going on as well. Um, you recently just posted yes. a review of the movie Black Panther. Um, yes. I will <laughs> don't, don't give away too much. Let, let's let people actually uh, watch it. But um, tell us a little bit about it. Well, um, Content Blubber, the idea of it is um, just basically movie reviews and giving an honest movie review because I feel like I've seen movie reviews where people like – kind of like cut under the bush or whatever. And I'm very blunt and, you know, being in the entertainment industry gives me kind of a one up as to movie reviews. Cause I'm very critical um, when it comes to it because film is my life. And so I really take it very seriously. And, um, so yeah, that was the idea of it is I'm going to watch these movies anyways. I'm going to critique them either way and why not just shoot it and then, you know, possibly later down the road when it gets bigger make money off of it and so so yeah that's where the idea came from and um, because it's something i already do you know and it's just it's fun you know so uh yeah i really did i was watching that uh review of, of the black panther uh before we started talking for a little bit and uh, i really like i really like what you had to say about it i won't give away anything but uh just want to say that mm -hmm. i like i like what you uh uh had to say thank you Thank you. It means a lot. Um, yeah, I really hope it really hope it goes somewhere because I already do that anyway. So it would just be you know an added bonus to an enjoyment that I have. So to go along with everything else that you do, uh, you also do somewhat. Uh, I think that maybe this might be on, on the side for you, but uh, you're also kind of a uh, musician as well. Uh, um, I I can sing. Yes, I don't. I don't like to sing in front of people. Um, <laughs> it's crazy that that sounds. Um, I I like to write lyrics. I like to write music because that's where the storytelling comes from, right? And I think 
in today's, you know, industry, story is just lost, you know, and um, it's sad to see a great beat, you know, that could be, that has the potential, but then the lyrics are just trash and they don't mean anything at all or they don't, you know, attach yourself to the, you know, I, I just, I just feel like with that aspect, I bring the story. I've started three bands and um, I'm not going to name them because they kind of stabbed me in the back. But <laughs> I'm not going to give them any advertisement there. Um, but yeah, I I can write lyrics. You know, I've written a whole album before, um, and that was thrown away because it was my ex-girlfriend's album. And yeah, we broke up. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you uh, wrote for anybody else, but I think you answered that, that question already. Yes, yes. I have written for many people. <laughs> um I've always been a good writer, and so it's always been helpful, you know, to be able to um, be able to write with music and with anything really, to be able to connect the dots in a story. So, would you say that you like maybe? Um, I know you're an actor, but do you kind of like maybe enjoy writing just as much, uh, if not more? Yeah, because you know. When I'm acting, I'm telling a story. And when I'm creating a story, it's just that much more sweeter. Um, I wrote a feature film. It's called 19. And I'm trying to get it sold right now um, just because, you know, I, I want to film it myself, but I want to make sure it has the right people behind it before I do that. And um, so, yeah, I wrote 19. Actually, right now I'm looking at the um, the Writers Guild of America um, registration form because I need to put it in a frame but um yeah I I love writing because it's not I'm not only telling a story I'm creating a story and so yeah it just makes it that much more sweeter and you're living like you're gonna die the next second as well yeah <laughs> because this is what I want to do yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean I think, people, I think people get stuck in the idea that they have to work a nine-to-five job okay this is a normal person's lifestyle. They go to sleep, you know, and then they wake up and then they go to work and then they come home from work and then they either are lazy so they have auto pay and their bills are paid for and then they go back to sleep and then it's just a consistent cycle. You know what I mean? It's like where do you like find what you want to do, the goals that you had as a kid, you know, why why don't you try and do this because there's people in your life that have told you you couldn't do them before? I mean – those people just didn't do them themselves, so they're selfish about it, you know, and they're trying to ruin everyone else's dreams. That's how I look at it. That makes me more motivated to do what I want to do, though, you know. And so that's why I live like I'm dying is because people would look at this and like, oh, he's going to be, you know, not successful or anything like that. But putting in the grind and the work, it'll happen. You know, it just takes time and people are lazy and impatient. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I can get kind of get that some ways. Uh, sometimes, oh yeah, I can get that. Well, I, I get in. I, yeah, I can get into my holes. Like a few weeks ago, I was really okay. So, like for example, I was get, I was having to leave the place that I was staying at, and um, I've kind of been bouncing still from home to home, you know, from house to friend house until I found my place. And I'm actually in my place right now. Um, I just got it uh, three days ago, actually, and so. That's good, and um, I'm in the process of building my studio, and um, yeah, I don't want to be in a cycle anymore in a hole to where I feel like I could be doing so much more, but I'm not, 
you know, I'm just going to do what I say I'm going to do. And what I say I'm going to do is entertainment, you know. So uh, when you're not working, uh, what do you like to do inside your uh, free time, if you get any at all? Well, well, that's the thing, too, is, like, this is my free time. I don't, like, for, I mean, I, it's hard, like, I sell solar on the side. I'm also an independent energy consultant. And so um, that's, like, where most of my income comes from, when if there's any. And um, that being said, I, I, I don't, like, have a lot of free time because every time I get is free to do whatever I want. You know what I mean? So anything I do is what I want to do in that moment anyway. So I live my life, you know, like I'm dying because at the end of the day, you know, I one step closer to death either way. And so I'm going to use that time that I get closer towards it and doing something I love. So do you have a uh, dream job at all that uh, you're trying to get to or one that you would like to get to? Um. I like to get paid more for doing this. I, I would love to, you know, I have a bunch of dreams, goals, and desires. I have a full file cabinet of, you know, countless, countless movie ideas and TV shows and plays and everything, um, you know, songs. And I have a countless number of everything that I want to do in life. And so to, to be able to do that, that would be my dream job, is to be a fully funded, self-funded missionary, so to speak, um, because being a missionary is whatever I do, you know, like I try and make it a point to speak to someone about Jesus or just talk about him, you know, to someone in every day. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, I don't make a checklist where I got to do this, you know, cause then it gets like, then it turns into work, but I just make it a point to reach out to someone, you know? Um, so yeah. And plus that would be my dream job. That would be my dream job, so to speak, is to just be able to do whatever I want, I guess, and you know, be have a stable living, you know, income. That's that's pretty cool. I hope that. Well, I know, I know you you'll get there uh, since you're working as hard as you are. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so too. <laughs> so what? <laughs> uh, oh, go ahead. Okay. So uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, I thought that. So I thought that you were uh, saying something there. But anyways, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no worries. Um, so what all are uh, what are you working on currently that I can uh, plug for you? Well, um, right now I'm forcing on a bunch of different things. Um, if anyone's local in Bakersfield and they want to collaborate with, um, you know, local film companies, um, hit me up. Um, I'm working on the Bakersfield Film Community. Um, I started that, and it's basically just to grow the entertainment industry in Bakersfield specifically because I don't like driving two hours away to go to an audition in L.A. <laughs> it's really the ultimate reason. So I'm trying to start this community where people actually pay money to, to do films in, in Bakersfield. So the Bakersfield film community is one thing. Um, I'm starting my own clothing line. Um, I mean... <laughs> many things that I'm doing as far as entertainment and not entertainment, you know, um, I sell energy. I'm an energy consultant. I sell solar. Um, I write, I do literally anything in the entertainment industry. I do it, you know, I've managed before. Um, 
Yeah, I'm all around. I'm like jack of all trades, master of few. I don't like to say master of none because like I'm pretty I'm pretty good at acting. So <laughs> So uh did you go to college at all to do what uh or do you currently take classes at all? No, um I never I was never academic in school. Like I'm I'm really like if I applied myself, I'm sure, you know, I there was a time when I was told from my uh, mom, if I wanted to um, get a car and drive, I would need to get a 4.0. That that semester, I got a 4.0 um, because I wanted, I like applied myself because I knew I could, I knew I wanted a car, and so I wanted to get it, and so I got a 4.0. And they said, well, why didn't, why haven't you just been doing that, you know, forever? I was like, because I don't care, you know. And I know that sounds bad to say, because being being academic is a good thing. Having knowledge is good. Um, but the knowledge that I think the schools teach is nothing that I was going to use, and it still hasn't to this day, you know. With the modern-day technology, it's like I could just look it up, and I know that sounds bad, but um, it's good to know these things, I guess, when the the, inter- the Internet crashes, but I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, me too, or else my podcast is going down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a lot of <laughs> <down>. <laughs> so, uh, what, so, so what advice, I know you're still trying to make it yourself, um, but what advice would you give to uh, um, someone who's trying to get into the entertainment industry, such as yourself? I think, I think the biggest thing that I needed to learn, because I, I have a terrible time with this situation, um, like patience is really key as cliche and cheesy that sounds too um having patience will will really like help you through it all because you'll understand that it's going to take time you know it's going to take time you know i've been doing this since junior high and it still hasn't paid out as much as i want it to um it's paid out a lot but it's not as much as i wanted it to and um that being said like just patience man patience is truly key because your life will be so hectic and worrisome if you're not patient, you know, and patience is really just the only thing, really the biggest thing you need. Like you could suck at acting. And um, if you were patient with yourself and you kept going to acting classes, and, I mean, I still take acting classes, you know what I mean? And so I'm, I'm still growing in my craft. Um, I'm at a point where I can actually work, but there was a point when I couldn't work, you know, and cause I wasn't that good, but I had patience with myself and I said, okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to grind and I'm actually going to learn this thing. And when I learned it, I'm going to be great. You know what I mean? And I'm going to do it to the best of that, that I can and be patient with myself that it takes time to learn. And so, yeah, I mean, just patience. Patience is always going to be key. So I really like how you say that, um, as far as uh, doing comedy, which is, uh, I know that, that we had talked a little bit beforehand, but um, basically these comedians, uh, they basically did not make it until like uh, 10 years into their career or 12 or 13. Uh, even, Thank you. Yeah, there was one that I think was like 19 years into his career that he finally got to something. Of, yeah, of, uh, it just takes time. Yeah. The entertainment industry takes time. You know, there's a saying in the industry, um, uh, hurry up and wait. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so you you got to, like, rush to get everything done, but then you got to wait. You know what I mean? Cause so it's like this constant up and down, up and down, up and down. And you can't be in that without patience, you know? 
And so there's times when, like, for example, I'm going to start a clothing line, and it's called the Royal Blood Company. And that is going to be, like, really good for the first few months, and then it's going to slow down because people are going to already have T-shirts and, and shoes and everything. You know, they're going to have the, the stuff to, like, grow the, 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 uh, the client base. And so that's going to take time. And I'm going to have to be patient with that. And so patience is really key in really anything, honestly. Are you going to try and get on Shark Tank and uh, get a deal with one of the sharks for your clothing line? Probably not. Oh. <laughs> um, only because, like, the it's it's a faith-based um, one. It's, most of the proceeds go to missions and, and oh, okay. that aspect of it. Um, just because... You know, that is our call as believers is to bring people to Christ, you know, because once Absolutely. we're dead and Absolutely. we're all in heaven, what was that? Uh, I was agreeing with you, uh, being a fellow Christian myself. Hello, okay. I, I was just saying, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, once we're all dead and we're all in heaven, worshiping God for eternity, I mean, everyone's going to be saved, you know? So when we're on earth, our job is to find as much people as we can to bring us with us so we're not alone. You know, that's our fruit. Um, and if we don't ever put in the work to do that, like, for example, take just the time, you know, to talk to people about Jesus. That could be awkward, you know. I just talk to people about Jesus. I don't even, like, introduce, you know, Jesus to this and, you know, this, blah, blah, blah. And I have, like, a set, you know, script of what I'm reading, but I just talk, you know. And it's just a conversation like me and you are having right now. You know what I mean? And it's that simple, but everyone complicates it. So yeah, it's that's the idea behind it is to encourage evangelism um, through normality, you know, a lifestyle. Is there one specific organization uh, in particular, or maybe even two, that you uh, donate to or give money to? Um, well, I went with the organization, uh, the Mission One Eleven organization. Um, they do the extreme stuff. They're the um, the one, so the trip that I went on was a. It was a six-week trip. Um, I did training for three weeks. It was a it was a three-month trip. I did training for six weeks, <laughs> and um, then I was in Africa, Sierra Leone, um, for another six weeks. And so um, that's good, like indigenous tribes. That's the mission trips that like no one else wants to do, so you'll do it. You know what I mean? That's what the, yeah. that organization does, and that's what I believe Jesus is hearted. You know, because he's not coming back until everyone has a chance to respond. And that's scripture. Um, people are like, when's the rapture happening? Well, there's still people who've never had a chance. Um, I could bring up script. I don't have it off the top of my head, but I can find the scripture for you just by looking it up, you know. And um, so, yeah, I, I think that is one of the biggest things to, to think about is when you're looking at mission scripts or whatever, um, which, what do you, what are you comfortable with doing? What do you feel like God's calling you to? Are you called to, you know, indigenous, you know, unreachable tribes that you have to get to by boat and motorcycle and donkey and, and all of it, you know, um, do you want to take that route and be literally the, the foot soldiers or the Marines, so to speak, to the mission field, or would you rather stay at home and do domestic missions and stuff like that? Which I think it's good to go out and do these things, you know, as far as indigenous tribes and stuff and experience that, because it's a crazy experience, you know, and God's really going to, and scripture that God's going to bless you with that. Blessed are the, of the, 
you know, that, that bring the messengers of the feet and or whatever the scripture is. I can't think of a the top of my head. Yeah. But, um, the fields are definitely but yeah, I think, the fields are definitely wide in the harvest, especially inside of the, the entertainment industry, I'll tell you that. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's why I love the entertainment industry too, is because you know, there's so many laws out there. There's so many mixed theology, you know, wrong theology that's fed through even the entertainment industry that, you know, needs there needs to be light in it because the entertainment industry is the most influential industry in the world. I mean, all of our decisions are based off of emotion, you know. And so what is the entertainment's job is to grab your emotion and take hold of it and hold it captive to what they believe. That's like the agenda of it in general. But like there's negativity in that, you know, and I want to just give people the chance to say yes or even no. You know, I'm not going to force someone to say yes because that's fake, you know. And I was fake for a long time when I was younger, and I don't want to be that way anymore. And I don't think anyone wants to be that way truly. That's definitely true. Um, That's kind of what I do. I mean, you pretty much hit the nail on the head for as far as how I uh, manage to go about it whenever I'm – trying to talk religion to someone inside entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Because it's hard. It's hard to talk to people who are closed-minded. You know, and a lot of people in the entertainment industry, especially if they're going doing good, they're really close-minded to the idea of, you know, God could bless this, you know? <laughs> I know. That's one misconception that I think that people make it. But uh, anyways, Desi, I do want to say... Thank you so much for appearing on on my show. Yeah, absolutely. Please do come back yeah, sometime and uh, tell us what what you're up to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just hit me up. I'm, you know where to get me. Yeah, I guess I I know where to hit you. Yep. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, all right. Thank you, Tazzy. Good luck and God bless you and um, with everything that you're doing. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Again, again, Mike. All right, bye.